Welcome to the Real Estate Influencer Buzz Podcast with Michelle B, a midlife mama of millennials, wife, South Florida realtor, marketer, lifestyle blogger, and fan of an oaky Chardonnay who loves a niche life. Each week, she'll be sharing her real-life marketing and branding tips from influencers in and out of real estate, bloggers, and social media stars. Buckle up for a side of sassy, a sprinkle of sparkly, and entertaining conversations with influencers who share their secrets to grow their businesses. Sit back and get comfy with your favorite drink. Let's start today's Sip Social Sell Sesh. All right. Okay, guys. Hey, hey, hey. It's Michelle B. And today I have a very special guest on the Real Estate Influencer Buzz. It is my pal, Christina Nicholson, who is a media maven. She's a PR queen and a uh, someone that I met at a blogger event, I think a couple years ago. Yeah, and it's been a while. It's been a while. And so I'm very excited to have you on the show today because I, I find that your PR tips and your media advice is very simple to understand, but yet in the real estate world, I, I feel like there's an opportunity for realtors to have a better handle on uh, using PR in their business, as well as leveraging what they already do through PR. And I thought, listen, you can maybe explain it to us a little bit. Um, I will tell you, I have Christina's bio and it's great. Uh, she is a former TV reporter. You were here in Palm Beach County, right? I was or in the Miami Fort Lauderdale market. I'm on Miami. TV in Palm Beach County a lot, but not as a lot. Yeah. No, you see me on TV there, but as a full-time reporter and anchor, I was at the, um, the NBC in the Miami Fort Lauderdale market. Very cool. So she's worked in markets from New York city to Miami. She is still telling stories, but instead of doing it for newscast, she's doing it to help businesses grow. And I know some of those businesses and they are growing by leaps and bounds. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to kind of hand this over to her because I'm a firm believer that, you know, you know, your own business better than someone else. So tell, tell my folks, in the podcast world and, and potentially on YouTube a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Okay. So long story short, I started my career in TV. I was a reporter and anchor for 10 years. When I was in that industry, I was getting pitched all day, every day by publicists and business owners who wanted to earn that media exposure, but most of their pitches were terrible. Um, it was just very clear that they never worked in a newsroom. They never worked in the media and they just didn't know what our jobs were day in and day out and how we put the news together and decided what made a newscast and why it did or why it didn't. So when I had my second child, I needed a more flexible schedule and TV news is not a flexible mm-hmm. job. Kinda so like real I worked, <laughs> what? Kind of like real estate. Yeah. Right. It's like, right. Kind of. Um, it's like 24 seven. Um, so I worked at a PR agency for six months and then I started my own and that was, um, about four years ago now. So now I work with small business owners or solopreneurs to help them earn more visibility, get exposure in the media, but to do it without spending money on any advertisement. That is huge. I love that concept. And I, I feel that there's opportunities in this arena, and that's why I wanted to have you come on today. And um, I guess one of my questions that I always ask my guests is, what, what does influence mean to you in your world, and how can someone leverage that in maybe our world? 
That's a really good question. Well, one, I don't really like the term influencer anymore. I think it used to mean something and now it doesn't because everybody calls themselves an influencer. Like just because you have a blog, that doesn't mean you're an influencer. Just because you post on Instagram, that doesn't mean you're an influencer. So to me, an influencer is somebody who influences. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess to to say what is influence, I mean, it's like a recommendation from a friend. Um, and that's kind of like why I'm in the earned media and owned media. I'm not in paid media because when you pay for something, you're not really influencing them. But when Michelle, you ask me, oh, I'm going out to dinner tonight. What are some good restaurants in Wellington? Or I ask you in Boca, like you are influencing me because I know you live there. I like you. We like the same things. And I trust you because right. you know the hot spots around town. So that's why you are an influencer in that space. So I think, you know, making it real estate specific, that example I just used is perfect. Like, yes, you're, you're buying a home or you're selling a home or if it's commercial, commercial real estate, it's a piece of property or strip mall or whatever the case, but being an expert in that specific area is what is going to influence people because you're going to be known, liked, and trusted in that specific industry, in that specific niche. Exactly. And I agree with you. And I think, although my podcast is called the Real Estate Influencer Buzz, I use that because I know that there are, like you just said, people that I know, like, and trust that I will go to, like you, and say, what do you think about this? Or I have a place to be, or, you know, something on that um, level. And you're influencing my decision because I trust you. And I think we just saw such a huge fallout recently, especially with the Netflix show Fire on the Fire Festival. Oh, dear Lord. How oh, dear crazy. Lord. You oh, don't realize how crazy people are until you, until you start watching those Netflix documentaries. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. It's not just that one. It's all of them. And, <laughs> yeah. and I literally am sitting there watching it with you. have met my uh, youngest daughter, Allie. And we're watching it. Our jobs are, jobs are like... And we're like, not one person said, no, no, this is not happening. <laughs> but that's the power of influencers. And I think some of them are uh, getting sued because they use their influence uh, to promote that. So you have to be careful with what you're doing. And that's, that's where a PR person would come in uh, handy. Um, so let me ask you this. With real estate agents, there's many of us, as you know, like, I think 30,000 between Broward and Palm Beach County. That's a lot. Or in any given metropolitan area. How could a real estate agent or title professional, mortgage profession, professional utilize public relations and um, take their business to a different level? And if you can share some ideas and maybe some tips on on what they can do, that would be awesome because it is a question that comes up. We talk about social media and we talk about content marketing, but the PR piece doesn't come up very often. Yeah, and I think that's because with social media and with content marketing, that's gonna be your easy low-hanging fruit. Like you can post whatever you wanna post on social media. You can create whatever content you wanna create. That's easy for you and that's even fun for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to earning media, getting somebody else to talk about you or getting that spot on morning TV or getting a quote in 
um, an online article or even writing for an outlet like InMint, for example. Um, that takes a little bit more work and a little bit more strategy. And I think the problem that a lot of real estate agents have, like you just mentioned, 30,000 in this small area. I know you personally. I know an agent that I've worked with in the past. Other than that, I don't know any of them and there's so many of them. And I think that's because people are just following the steps and doing what they think they're supposed to be doing. So, oh, I'm supposed to post on social media. So I'm going to do that. I'm supposed to create a content, write a blog and post it. Well, when everybody's doing that, why, how are people going to find it? How are you going to stand out? What makes you different? There was a guy, I don't remember where I heard this story. It was probably some podcast and it was a real estate agent. And I think he's based in Canada and he, I know about him, even though he lives in a different country because his like method of promoting himself and marketing himself was he would take videos. And again, these are like camera phone videos. They're not high quality production videos. And he would go into a house and just tear it to shreds like this. Mm. And these are like his listings, right? And he's like, these floors are terrible. Oh my gosh. Like talking about all of the problems. And then he would talk about how we could fix it and what we would do with it to make it amazing. And so many agents, I feel like they're afraid to do that, but he did it because he was almost like taking it from the consumer's point of view, because I know when I was looking for a house, that that's the first thing I did was, oh, great. I have to change the floors. The kitchen's terrible. This bathroom is green. Why the hell would anybody do this? That's mm -hmm. a terrible idea. So he would call it out and people found it so entertaining. One, they were super entertained by it. And two, they loved his honesty because that's not what most real estate agents do. So for that reason, he is very well-known in his area. People who are not buying or selling homes follow him and watch his videos. So I can guarantee you when they go to buy a home or sell a home, they're going to list with this guy because he gets all of that attention because he's doing something differently and he's doing it honestly. And I mean, I'm not saying pick this up and do this. I mean, if you're in South Florida, you should, because I don't think anybody's doing it here. So you can grab that market here. I do that when I'm with my buyers. I, I, <laughs> I remember one time we walked into a room and I looked around and I said, oh my God, it looks like a bag of Skittles just blew up in here. Every wall was a Crayola crayon color, literally. And it was, a st we sat there and laughed our heads off because it was true. It, I, just, like, I don't know how somebody lives with this. <laughs> yeah. But that's funny. Like if it you is. had that on video and you were constantly posting videos like that, like people would like to watch that. So I think you need to find something like, mm -hmm. don't just be a real estate agent. Like every other one, like try to find a niche, try to find a way to market to that niche where it's interesting but don't just do it on your own platforms because you're only reaching your audience on your website, on your social media. When you get that coverage in other places, you're reaching a whole other audience. And to go back to your question, sorry, I'm kind of rambling. Okay. To go back to your question about why people aren't earning more media exposure, it's because one, a lot of people don't know how to do it. So you have to either take the time to learn how to pitch yourself to a journalist to sound not overly promotional, but to actually help them do their job, whether it's you or somebody on your team. And then you need to make the time to do it. If you're not going to make the time to do it, then you need to mm -hmm. pay somebody to do it for you. And most real estate agents don't have an extra thousands of dollars a month 
to pay for a PR agency. They need to learn how to do it themselves or have somebody on their team do it. So I really just think it comes down to them not knowing, like you just don't know what you don't know. They don't know this is coverage they should be getting. And then when they do find the benefits of it and how they can reach a lot more people in a shorter amount of time, then it's a matter of taking the strategic steps to learn how to do it. So one of the things I get all the time in my email is press releases. Mm -hmm. So say an agent is tied in with a great charity and maybe they're doing something that ties back into the real estate world with the charity. Would you recommend that they have a press release done? No, I recommend nobody has a press release. Oh, thank God. Okay, good. (laughs) And let me explain why. Um, Let's go back to Netflix documentaries. Okay. Okay. So I was watching, talk about more crazy men. I was watching um, the Ted Bundy tapes. Oh God. And Florida. So that's huge down here. Yes. And I didn't know. I I learned a lot. Um, But I will say, okay, before I tell you why this is relevant, think about how much the media industry has changed in the last couple of years, like in the last 10 years, like now we have social media, Mm -hmm. traditional media is totally like, it is totally different. Yeah. Now back to Ted Bundy, when he was doing all of his terrible things and they're covering it in the seventies, they're talking about how one jurisdiction didn't know what was going on in the other because they couldn't communicate they were faxing things. That's how they communicated. They couldn't do any DNA testing because that didn't exist. There was an interview with a police chief from Washington or somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, to let everybody know what's going on in the area, we're sending out press releases to the media. And I'm like, holy hell, this is what they're doing in the 70s. And people still think it works today in 2019. Yep. So that is why I say stop with the freaking press releases because that's what worked in the 70s when they didn't have DNA testing and they relied on fax machines to catch serial killers. Instead, write five sentences. This is what I'm telling you. This is why you should care. This is why you should listen to me. And here's my contact information. I love that. And then so, if people so, so care, dumb it down, dumb respond. it down. Yeah. yeah. So just make it simple because face it, who the hell has time to read a press release anyway? Nobody. I, I skim when I read. My girls finally figured that out. They're like, how do you read so fast? I said, I don't read every word. I skim. I've always done that. But I, I, I agree with you. And, you know, as you know, I have my blog, hashtag SoBoca, and uh, we've been around now. Uh, it'll be coming up on two years this. When I met you. That's how we met. Yeah. And, and I, you know, we write, we vlog, we do all that. And and we do get invited to do things and whatnot. And now it's kind of circling around where, um, you know, we, we speak to people about, Hey, listen, you know, would you like us to do this? This is what we can provide. And I was like, I feel like sending out a big, long thing. What can I just send out an email? And so basically you just told me that was okay. Cause I I don't make it so complicated. Like that's good news, people, that you don't have to write a press release because they're long and they're boring and nobody reads them. Instead, a catchy subject line and a few sentences to get a person interested that you you are going to tell them more because they're going to ask for it. Yeah, I agree with you. What would you say? So three tips okay. on starting your PR journey mm-hmm. and then tell, tell us a little bit too about uh, you have a... DIY scenario 
Yeah. Plus you also do everything else, but you do have, which is is how you and I met. I hired you to help me out with kind of reinventing some ideas and and bringing it all together. And then what are the strategies, which was fantastic, by the way, I got you at a good time. (laughs) You did. You got me like, it was good because we did go over strategies, like step-by-step what to do, what you needed. So that was good. Okay. So three tips, three tips. Okay. I love real estate agents because you have to be newsworthy. So I'll just make that my first tip. I wasn't going to, but now I'm going to make it my first tip. Okay. So you have to be newsworthy. The biggest mistake people make is they just think about promoting themselves and their expertise and their business or their service or even their product. Oh, hold on. It is not the media's (laughs) job to give you a free commercial. So that's not going to work. So you're going to rely on your expertise because that's what's newsworthy because constantly in the news. We're talking about the housing market. We're talking about real estate. So you always have news to piggyback on. There's always numbers. I mean, there's the movie, the big short, it's all about real estate. Oh my gosh. It's a fantastic movie. It's very interesting. Mm -hmm. There's just always news when it comes to real estate and it's, there's always a local news organization that's going to be covering it. So You have that newsworthiness that you can use to share your expertise. So that's my first tip. Stay on top of what's happening and then get tight with people who are talking about business, money, or real estate, because there is so much overlapping there. You could even branch out and talk about education because, right, isn't that the number one thing people want to be? They want to be at a certain school district with their housing. They want to make sure- A lot of times they do. Yeah, they want to be in a certain school district and they want to know that um, it's like an A-rated school. Exactly. So, I mean, there's just so many different things that you can use to be newsworthy. So focus on that. Don't think about yourself. Don't think about your business. Think about being the expert in what people are already talking about, what's already newsworthy. So that's one. Number two is to become a local expert. So we have what's already happening in your industry, but be a local expert. Like we use the example of great places to go eat. Like if you live in Boca Raton, become, and Michelle, you're really good at this because you have, you almost have two things that work together. Like you're the Boca expert, but you're also in real estate. So if anybody has any questions about Boca, they're going to go to you because you've already established yourself as this local expert. So I think you need to really, the content, we talk about creating your own content, your own social media, your own Mm -hmm. blog, whatever it is, make it all local, the local restaurants, local things to do, be the local go-to person. So when people are thinking about listing their house or they are thinking about moving, you are top of mind because you are that local person. So you need to establish yourself not only in your industry, but in your like geographical location. And then my third tip would be to contribute as a writer or as a host on TV. Now it sounds like this is like a big step for people, but let me tell you, it's not. I'm not in the real estate business. I'm in the marketing business, but I contributed to Inman. I have, um, another real estate friend who lives in um, South Carolina. And I introduced him to an editor at Inman and now he writes articles for Inman. So it doesn't have to be Inman. That's something that's super niched in your industry. It can also be something local. You can contribute once a month 
to whatever your local newspaper is. Maybe they have a real estate section and you just offer up, you know, a 300 word article about what's happening in real estate in this city this, this month. They're not going to turn down content because remember now everything is online, right? So they have endless amounts of content they can put online and they want more. So if you reach out to one of these outlets and you say, Hey, this is my expertise. I would love to write something for you once a month on how it relates to business here in South Florida or wherever you are. They're probably not going to say no. You just want to make sure you're not using this as a way to promote yourself. You're just using it as a way to establish yourself as an expert in your industry to help other people. You have to come from a place of service. You have to educate and entertain the readers or the viewers or their listeners or else it's not going to work. So again, take the, I'm trying to promote myself out of it because that will happen by default. That will happen as a side effect. You have to come from a place of service and that's how you're going to get those contributing gigs. I love these ideas. And the one of the things that I recently suggested, and I, I was actually in an article that a friend of mine recently wrote, he did a roundup. And I'm like, because of content marketing, we've all done quite a bit of it in the last couple of years, many of us. And I said, go back and look at what you've done because you can repurpose things mm-hmm. and put things together. And, and you'll be surprised. Like I say, Instagram are as many microblogs. Like I take, I did my Instagram channel for my real estate business to be informative, motivational, and um, inspirational, but to be a resource for realtors, not so much the consumer, but I do get referrals through Instagram, but more so to share my insights on the real estate industry. And I totally agree with you that there's opportunities for agents to be a resource, be the expert, stop selling yourself, stop putting up just listed, just sold stuff on social media. It's okay to say, hey, promote yourself a little bit because we all have to, but not at ad nauseum. And I think that is great sound advice that you're giving and wonderful tips because I think people are afraid to ask. Yeah. And I think specifically in the real estate industry, it's one of those, I mean, you guys are almost like doctors. Like I don't need you until I need you. Right. You know, like if I'm not buying or selling a house, I don't need you. So in the meantime, you need to be doing your best to entertain me with your fun content and with your relevant content. So when I do need you, you're top of mind. I love that. I love that. That's perfect. That's my sound bite, by the way. <laughs> I know how um, to give a sound bite, Michelle. I know you do. Before. That was that was a really good sound bite. And <laughs> by the way, I will share this because it came out Friday. Boca newspaper, uh, Boca Del Rey newspaper, hashtag so Boca is a blog contributor once a month now. Awesome. We just did one. I love that. Yeah, we you did it on weddings. Up as a local expert, I love yeah. it. Yeah, we did it on, it's National Wedding Month. Did you know that? I did not. Who knew? Well, I went on the national calendar and apparently it is. And it's Valentine's Day month on top of it all. So I was like, oh, maybe I could do that. So I pitched them that idea and they're like, oh, that's a good idea. So now I've got to think of some more for the next months. But yes, the first one came out. That's terrific. That's exactly what you're saying. And it wasn't that hard of a conversation to have. I just needed to have it. Because they want the content. Yeah. And it's a win-win. They have way more people looking at them. And then they know, and and I'm I'm sure you said this when you pitched them. If you didn't, I'm sure they know, and you're going to, 
you are going to take that content and share it on your platform, which means you're going to drive more people to their newspaper. So it is a win-win for them. And it's a win for you because you're contributing that content and you're getting that authority and that credibility. Like people pay a lot of money in advertising for that. And mm -hmm. you're doing it for free because you understand what the ROI is on the other side. Right. Exactly. So I think that's fantastic. So I love these, these, you know, benefits to realtors and why they should be looking at this as part of their entire plan uh, when they're building out their business model. So, all right. So I'm going to switch gears just a little bit. And I know you don't like the word influencer, but I'm going to use it. Uh, who no, do you... I like it. I just like it when you're really an influencer. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> well, that's a good, that's a good point. Like Chrissy Teigen. I like her. Um, so, so who do you follow on social media? Now I know some of the people, but who do you really yeah, like you know fangirl over? Well, I have to, I have to always like, whenever anybody asks me, I always have to start with Pat Flynn. I actually, Oh, I, he's awesome. I, I start following him because of you. Did you? Okay. Yes. Yeah, so on your I, podcast. I started following him before I even started my business because when I left TV, I started a blog and um, I don't know how I found him. This was years ago, so but funny. I found him and I was like, oh, this is amazing. And then I started my business and I'm like, oh, this is really amazing. So and funny. since then I've been on his podcast a couple of times. I work with him as a business coach. Um, he has a mastermind that I'm in. So I really like him, not just because of his knowledge, but because of his honesty and because he's just like a good guy. He's a nice I, guy. He is. And yeah. I feel like there's so many people, especially in online business who like put on this, Oh, I'm just here to help you. But really all they care about is the money. Pat's not like that. He's very transparent. He's just a nice person. Yeah. Know? When they swoop in, it's, they don't do the jab, jab, right hook. All of a sudden they jab you and then they're like, Oh, by the way, I can, I can be uh, you know, you can hire me to do this. I'm like, I just asked you a question. I'm not in the hiring mode. Right yeah, now. no, exactly. I get that. Yeah. Exactly. It happens all the time. Um, yeah. Who else? Cause I, I know you also have a Ohio. Well, first of all, what you may not know is Christine and I both love the Buckeyes. She's yes. from Ohio. My yes. husband's from Ohio. Uh, we are Buckeye fans. What can I say? We are Buckeyes. Go and Buc you have a friend who's in Ohio. Oh, yes. I got two years ago. Amy, are you talking about Amy Landino? Yes. Yes. Okay. Love her. You know, she is, yeah, she's a friend of mine. She's um, big in the YouTube space. Oh, huge. Um, and yeah, and I really like her too. Um, not just because she's a Buckeye, but because she's a nice lady. Well, she's got um, she's got good tips and stuff. I start between her and Sunny Leonarduzzi. I like Sunny too. Yeah, I like Sunny. I um I really did learn how to start putting my YouTube channel together a year ago. Mm -hmm. So 2017 end of December, I started watching Amy, and I'd already gotten her, a Kindle book, which is her vlog, like a boss book, right. And then I started watching Sunny, probably fell into Sunny because of watching Amy on YouTube, you know, how they make mm -hmm. suggestions. So I looked at both of them, yeah, on how to do my teaser video on YouTube and then how to structure and how to drop in affiliate links and things like that. So I, I you know, I think they're both fantastic. Yeah, I like them both and they're both very different. Mm -hmm. like, like Sunny is more grow your email list. Um, on YouTube and Amy is more build your brand on YouTube, which there is a difference between the two. And like, yeah. if you watch the way they do their videos and they teach other people how to do their videos, yeah. um, you'll notice that. So there is a difference. Um, but yeah, they're great too. Um, 
Let me see who else. There's a lot of people in Pat's mastermind who I'm like totally infatuated with just because of what their businesses are and how they've grown them. They're just like super interesting, like different bloggers and the way they market and stuff. Um, so I, I love learning, um, but I like implementing more because like what good is all this knowledge if you don't put it to use? I totally so, agree. Yeah. So I'm all about learning all of this stuff and then putting it to use. So I don't want to follow too many. I want to follow and really listen to a few good ones. And then after I have implemented everything they told me to do, then I'll branch out a little bit more. I think that's great advice. I think we've all gotten really overwhelmed in the last year. I feel like the last year in particular, just so much coming at us. I was like, I'm done. I listened to a few podcasts. I love your podcast, by the way. Yeah. It's really good. It's informative. It's got great information and you have really good guests. You know, like the people that I would want. Everybody that I just named has been a guest. Sunny's episode hasn't come out yet. No, it did. Yeah. I've had Pat, Amy and Sunny on. That's true. And Sunny's from Vancouver and I was born in Vancouver. And my husband is Canadian. Oh my God. That's right. So we have so much. Um, all right. So, and then favorite podcast, since you're also, a, a her podcast is new, but honestly, you would never know that. I mean, she's so good. Um, Thank you. What podcast? So other, you listen to Pat Flynn. I know. Yes, I listen to Smart Passive Income. And Pat is actually the one who taught me everything about podcasting to start my own, become a media maven. So I made sure he was like one of the first guests because he taught me everything about podcasting. So it only made sense. Um, I also like the blog Millionaire by Brandon Gailey. Yeah. So I took a course from him called the blog millionaire. Um, and I learned a lot about SEO because you don't want to just be doing something for the sake of doing it. So I learned a lot about SEO from him. I like that one. I like, um, social media examiner, Mm -hmm. um, from Michael Stelzner. And then I really like Amy Porterfield's online business made easy. And I like hers a lot because hers is very like step-by-step. This is what you do. Um, and that's very, I like that. I like, I'm not one for like, let's talk about our feelings. I don't do a whole lot of feeling stuff. I like the, tell me what to do. Yeah. The step-by-step, this is what I did. This is how you do it type of thing. And she does a lot of that on her podcast too. You know who you might like, who I really enjoy, uh, as well is Jenna Kutcher. Oh, the gold digger. I yes. love her. And she's That's a good like one too. Field. She's like very like methodical. This is what you do. This is how you she do is. it. And I like, I, I'm with you. Plus they're Got really good calm voices. Like they're yeah. like, you can do this. <laughs> so I love yeah, that. No, Jenna's is like Amy's in that way. Like, yeah, very, I like that too. Step by step, very educational. Agree. So my last question, which is more of a fun question, is um, if you could break bread with anyone dead or alive, dead or alive, uh, who would that be? And what, like, where would you go? Like, it can't be a home meal. It's got to be someplace that anywhere in the world good, that you would I don't go. Cook. Oh, me neither. Andy does <laughs> um, all the cooking. I don't know. Okay. I'll tell you who I really like, who would be fun to hang out with. Okay. And I would want to do it at their houses just because their houses seem like amazing. Yeah. Um, Oprah. Yeah. Because she's Oprah and I grew up like in the media industry. Totally. So why not? That's a great I love idea. myself some Khloe Kardashian. She is just. Girl, I would totally good. go with you. Yes. I love myself some Chloe. Um, and I'm sorry, but like going back to influencer, if you want to know about influencer marketing, like just watch the keeping up with the Kardashians, I used to follow them on social. Like they created it, honestly. Um, Oh, that's the other Netflix one. What? 
Have you seen that one? It's what? called um, American Made, or no, that's the movie, but it's uh, the one Paris Hilton's on it. And no. they talk about influencer marketing. Oh, it's really good. I'll send it to you, but it's on Netflix. Send it to me. I got to add it's this to really the list. Good. And I'm going to knock your socks off because here's what we all forget. You ready? Yeah. Kim Kardashian was Paris Hilton's intern. Well, that's why they cared about her sex tape. Because I read this book. Let me tell you, I read this book. It's like a, it's not <laughs> an approved biography, no. but it's about the Kardashians. And let me tell you, like it makes Kris Jenner, I don't want to say it makes her look shady, but she was always on the hunt for a rich man since she was like in high school. And her mom was like, go to the country club and get a rich man. Like she was always hunting for those men with money. But anywho, <laughs> the only reason people even cared about Kim Kardashian's sex tape was because she was Paris Hilton's hot friend. So if yeah. she was not friends with Paris Hilton, she would have been like every other person with a sex tape. It was because she had that connection and of course she's like smoking hot. I'm sure that yeah. helps too. Yeah. But yeah. yes, it was her friendship with Paris that made people actually care about the sex tape. I know, but I say this all the time. And I, when I do my Instagram, uh, you know, presentations for realtors and I'm like, I don't care whether you like them or not. They started influencer marketing. Now sure. there could be, there could be an argument that clearly over history and time, there have been other influencers However, in our time frame, mm -hmm. they are influencers, influencer marketing. And as I like always social say, social media influencers, totally. they created the social media aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, they created that niche. And also, uh, I learned how to do the perfect selfie from Kim Kardashian on one of her videos and puncturing. <laughs> so, I mean, if that is an influence, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I mean, look at, look at Kylie Jenner. This, this girl had no lips. Like, her lips are fillers yeah. and she has built a billion dollar business with fake lips just because of her brand. Mm -hmm. And that's Kris Jenner. That's all Kris Jenner. It's wild. It's Kim wild. But... Selling perfume that you can't even smell because it's only sold online and she sells out of it and nobody knows what the hell it smells like. Now that's huge. If that's not an influencer, I don't know what that it is. is. You're absolutely right. And, stop and they're buying it. But you know, what's funny is that when you bring these things up and, and I've always said, listen, I would, I would, I would pay to sit down with Chris Kardashian and any one of the Kardashian girls, mm -hmm. I would pay to sit down and have an hour with them on marketing and branding. Cause I think they, 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 they can't, they know what they know it. Well, I would, and I wouldn't one. I just think they're interesting, but the mm -hmm. only reason I say I want it is because I don't think they would have gotten to where they've gotten a without the sex tape and B without the connections. Like there's people like, for example, there's a, an influencer, uh, Lewis Howes. He yeah. not too long ago was selling this like Instagram course, how to build your brand yeah. on Instagram. But before that he was already a best-selling author. He was already on Ellen three times. He was already this and that. He's a football player. So, so yes, you by default, will build a big Instagram. You can't teach other people how to do it because you really didn't do it from scratch. So I feel like mm -hmm. with the Kardashians teaching us about branding and marketing, yes, they can teach us a little bit, but they also had some help before they became branding and marketing. Oh, for sure. You know I want the I mean? after stuff. Like I want to yeah. skip all over that and say, hey, just. <laughs> yeah, because it is. It's, it's like, 
like once people get to a certain point, then they can teach you about everything, but it's not going to be the same for you because you know, like my sister doesn't have a popular sex tape, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to look at it. So I don't have that following or that foundation to build my brand like they did. Like we could do everything Kylie Jenner did to, to launch and have the successful makeup line that she has but we don't have everything Kylie Jenner had before then. Well, let me tell you the other thing that Kylie Jenner has a lot of, you know, which I know because I live with millennials. She's a huge following from the millennial. Which uh, I didn't realize. I think maybe I'm too old for Kylie Jenner's audience, but I, I mean, I'm not too old because I have a few lip kits. Let me tell you. Yes, we have the lip kits. But I didn't know that her following was as big as it was. It's huge. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, see, because of my Kylie, who I say is the original Kylie, um, <laughs> Kylie and Allie. I remember one day we were sitting here and I, I know I, I put it on Snapchat because Instagram hadn't really done much. So I was still doing a lot on Snapchat. We literally, I have a Snapchat. I got to find it where we're sitting in front of the computer waiting for the countdown for the lip kit, like one right. of the lip kits to come out. Like I want to say it was two years ago. Okay. And I was like, I can't believe we're sitting here. And I'm like, but this is the way it is. Yeah. And it's amazing. It does not come off your lips. It stays on. It doesn't come off your lips. No, I, I, I'm amazed. Where has this podcast gone? Well, (laughs) typical us, you know, this is what (laughs) it's, it's all about branding, marketing, and PR. (laughs) All right. So publicity to sex tapes, people, that's what we're here for. Well, listen, we see it all the time. So, okay. So Oprah, you want to go to Oprah's house. Okay. Yeah. Oh gosh. I digress. That was the question. Wasn't it? It's all right. I'm here to like rein us back in. Chloe. Um, I think Ellen DeGeneres is just so sweet. She's very popular. She's just so cute. I don't know. You're not my first guest that has said they want really? to break bread with Ellen. Yes. Okay. I said, yeah. I'd like to break bread with the queen. Me, not so much. Oh, me. Well, that's a Canadian me. I just want to talk to her about all right, the Right. I know that's had. a Canadian thing. Like you Canadians are all about the royalty. Oh, God, yes. Very interesting. Are you kidding me? I threw a party at my house for that oh, damn wedding in May. Well, the wedding, I mean, that's exciting. That's like pop culture. <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of weird, right? I'm like, we're having No, it's not. And... No, it's not. I mean, we all woke up early to watch the damn wedding. I had 20 you. women at my house at 4.30 in the morning. Go, That's crazy. Okay, that's ambitious. That's what I'm telling you. That's so, ambitious. Yeah, but so I'd like to sit down with the queen. I think that would be fascinating, but I'm also like the crown. And so- the okay, there you go. Okay. After you watch that, then you're like, I really would like to meet her. But well, I think those are all three good people to break bread with and go to their homes. See, I think that's so Yeah, smart. that's why I want to go to their houses. They don't need to come here. I'll go to them. You can go, hey, host me and I'll write about it. <laughs> like they need the publicity. <laughs> Nobody knows who they are. They need me I to know. Tell them. Nobody knows who they are. So, anyways, um, I really appreciate you coming on today. I know we always have fun and we, we haven't seen each other except online. I know. I in a while. That's the way the world works now. I try not to leave my house very much. I have my Wi-Fi. I'm good. I, I got to tell you, I, this always surprises people when I tell them this because I'm an Aries and I, I use this a lot uh, when I'm talking because I'm an Aries, which, you know, I can get a lot done, but then I say I'm a social loner and I just want to stay You're always out and home. about. I'm not though. That's the funny you, thing. I, you're compared to me, honey, you are out and about. I bank a lot of stuff. 
I but say you're, things. You're, out about, you're doing Facebook lives from different places and all that. You're out and about. I am, but then I need my downtime. And I will but say. But that's I, part of your brand too, to be out and about. Like you're the Boca yeah. lady. You got to be out and about in Boca. I'm out and about. And then I, then I showed Andy one day. I said, listen, I want to show you a couple of my friends who also like they work from home, they're real estate related, whatever they're coaching. And I'm like, I just want you to know, I'm not the only one with like a sweatshirt on for a day or two. Right. And he's like, okay, I got it. <laughs> like, just let you know. <laughs> when my husband comes home and I have makeup on, he's like, did you go out in public today? And I'm like, yes, unfortunately I had to go out in public. I know. And sometimes I put makeup on before Andy comes home, just so he thinks I moved around. <laughs> just so he thought I was useful. <laughs> Because they'd be like, are you still working on your computer? I'm like, yeah. So anyways, I so appreciate it. And now Thank how can you. everybody find you? What's your website? Yes. Okay. So you can go to mediamavenandmore.com. And oh, can I give, can I give everybody something? Sure. Okay. So I have um, a three day. I mean, we kind of touched on how you can earn more publicity, yeah. earn more media in front of other places. I have a three day video class called Pitch Publicity Profit. It teaches you on day one to pitch the media to get that publicity on day two, and then day three, how to turn it into profit. So mm. you can get that at, um, for free at mediamavenandmore.com slash publicity. Oh, I love that. I'll put that in the, um, the show notes. Awesome. And that's awesome. And I think I'll cool. have to take that. I need, I, need to, um, I need to take that. So there you go. Yay. Well, I appreciate it. And um, this is my hashtag SubSocialSell real estate influencer buzz podcast. I appreciate you coming on today. This is a lot of fun. And um, don't forget uh, the information and links will be in the show notes and everything we discussed today. If you want to reach out to Christina, you've got her website. She's amazing, can help you. Like I said, not just local, you know, she can do this anywhere and uh, can help you with your uh, PR. And as, as she said, she's got a great free uh, course. You can connect with me, Michelle B at subsocialcell.com and on all my socials. Um, and uh, make sure you listen to some of my other podcasts. We have some great guests and uh, we are growing and I appreciate it. If, if you do like what you're listening to, to give me a five-star review, I'm on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Buzzsprout, Spotify, whatever. They're all out there. So anyways, have a great day and we will see you next time on the podcast.